tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Aaron, this is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Ah, uh, yeah. Welcome. It is the show that is the show. We are talking about, yes, please don't do coke in the bathroom. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock, okay? Uh, join me as always is my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, XG and the place to be. What's up? Emergency podcast. That's what's up. Let's do it. Hard in the paint, yo. Johnny, thank you. I know you had a date with your lady. You guys are probably going to some pottery or book reading thing, whatever nerd couples do. You have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, dude. Okay. Uh, guys, you want to see us live? It's come to the end of the year, and uh, the shows are just getting blown out. Tuesday night, everybody. This will probably be out then on Monday, so it'll be uh, Sunday or Monday. So Tuesday night, December 17th, it is Comedy Chaos live in the main room. We're going hard. First show, we got Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer, uh, Tom Segura in the first show. Second show, right now, we have Chris D'Elia, Whitney Cummings, um, my man Jason Tebow, and Steve Renazizi in that. And we're going to add a couple more names to that second show to go big. Tickets are moving fast. Go to go to the comedy store. Dot com And then the final Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night will be live in Portland. It will be at Mississippi Studios. That's right. It's Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night. Eddie Bravo, myself, XG, and the place would be dropping truth bombs, bringing people together. Bringing people together. Bringing Proud Boys and Antifa barebacking for <laughs> America. Okay? We're going to get some bareback action going, guys. That's how it is. The uh, If you guys don't know, the the Patreon's on fire. Go to patreon.com backslash tinfoil hat. And I'm putting stuff on there all the time. If you if this isn't enough, the three, the, the th two to three episodes, dude, you're getting two more hours of episodes there. Uh, some fun stuff. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be recording uh, Ryan Dawson with Ooh. White Trash Amber. And if you don't know anything about White Trash Amber, I'm convinced she's a Chinese spy. So uh, we have her sit down and we grill her on what she's telling the mother fucking hen okay so come check that out and then i do prank calls and everything it's a great way to support the show buying t-shirts is as well go to tinfoilhattshirts.com grab your tickets now uh, grab your t-shirts now flat earth shirts uh um what else do we got the raiders one raiders one uh flat earth raiders unabomber uh, unabomber was right and then we're gonna have psychic bigfoot will be up next week it's a great stocking stuffer bam so that's that's all the uh, that's all. Oh, man. Broken simulation. It's up okay. now. Some Tell of you guys them. are uh, you guys, as you know, and we're gonna get into it with our guest. Uh, YouTube is going hard into paying on us. They're 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 taking away. It's not right. It's not Republicans. It's truth. It's truth to power, and they're eliminating people, and they're coming up with reasons like, uh, oh, you're selling Bluetooth boner pills or blah blah blah. Nope. It is because of the content, and they're making it link. CBD, Blue Chew. Guess what? Everybody does that. 
So what I want to do is start a brand new channel called, uh, it's a new website, Broken Simulation. It will have all the tinfoil hats in all of it, the entire episode there for you to watch. And we're also going to be putting Johnny and I's new show, Broken Simulation, on there. And uh, that way you can get all my good stuff on one channel, okay? The full thing. Then we're going to be putting little tiny clips onto YouTube. And that's kind of the plan because... You know, if they want to take down Tim Fall Hat, that's great. But I'm a stand-up comic. I shoot my own specials. I need to be on YouTube for that. And uh, that's what reaches the most people. Uh, down the line, hopefully something else will come. Back in the day, it was like everyone had their own website. And then we got lazy and went to Facebook. We went to YouTube. We went to Twitter. And everyone started abandoning their websites. I think we're going old school. That and, I mean, there's also BitChute. They're yeah, bitch you, you do bitch you. I'm gonna do it. Eventually, it'll happen though. Yeah, something's once, gonna hit. Once I they personally, get big, yeah. I think it's MySpace, but nobody wants to hear me on that one. Tom <laughs> said, "Fuck you" to the CIA. Wouldn't give the data up, and they killed him for. They they took away his popularity of his podcast. I think we should all go back because it's got the shininess. But that's another story. Um, so I'm very proud to have on our guest. Sometimes I get blown away by people who want to come on the show. I go, what? I'm a dick joke comic. Do you know who I am? Uh, he is, I don't, I could say he's the OG of this game. I don't know if people like being called legends when they're young people, but he is a legend. This guy goes deep. I mean, he goes in the shit. I'm like, dude, you gotta watch for your life, dude. He talks to some people. I'm like, they eat babies, bro. They eat babies. He is from We Are Change. Please welcome Luke Rutowski, everybody. How are you, brother? Wow, man. I mean, thank you for that introduction. I really appreciate it. Just got back from San Francisco. I got out of there as quickly as I could. There's a lot of things we could get into, man. I mean, uh, hashtag YouTube is over party was trending today. There's so many things that I just want to like espouse and like go over. I mean, it's so crazy that we're living in this life where we finally get a chance, an opportunity to talk to you. Uh, so I want to thank you for, for using that opportunity to the fullest extent, pushing the limit and doing what you do. So uh, it's a pleasure really being on here. Like Luke, I gotta be honest with you, man. Like it's so interesting in this game when we meet people who, like, I follow all your videos, I watch all your stuff, everybody sends me what you're doing. You know, I meet people from the whole spectrum, whether it's you, Abby Martin, uh, Adam Green, uh, you know, uh, Ryan Dawson, who I'm going to interview, and we all have different political views on everything, but I'm always blown away by how nice everybody is. Like, you expect these people who are, like, in-your-face kind of guys, girls, to be, like, uh, maybe, like, a little hard and a little got the cuckoos in their eyes, like, you know, the Harley Quinn look. We're like, that's what we do. We're the bad guys, that kind of kind of look. But, man, you meet somebody, they're super fucking nice. And I find it's like, you know, in comedy, I say uh, not all clean comics are assholes, but most asshole comics work clean. And it's always, <laughs> in my opinion, is it's because when you make business decisions that go against what you really love, that's when you start to get a little jaded. And by based on what you do, I don't think anyone's putting a gun to your head that you are doing something that you love. I enjoy it. I mean, how can I not? I get to do whatever I want, wake up when I want, and 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 be centered towards setting myself towards a goal of trying to make the world a better place by informing people, by empowering them, giving them information, which is so needed today. I mean, if you look at what's happening, if you look at all the horrible things in life that 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 are existing, 
predominantly most of them are happening because of disinformation, because of lies, because of propaganda, because the mainstream media serving special interests, creating victims. There's a whole industry profiting off the victimhood of people. And you could set your whole life towards, hey, let, let, let's, let's unwind the propaganda. Let's unwind the hypnosis that everyone's under and make them understand there's another world possible. We're creating it. And that's why we're such a threat that they got to bring us down. We were one of the first channels to be, uh, uh, to have videos demonstrated monetized no one knew what was going on i mean we also did confront eric schmidt though so uh <laughs> if you're confronting eric schmidt at bilderberg which well, we did twice already but that's uh, not even the scariest yeah. guys you've confronted yeah uh, rockefeller rothschild oh, Tony Blair, no, not, bill clinton not Hillary a clinton. rothschild the lord rothschild. jacob yep, yep, lord yep. i mean like dude the guy who's the bad guy from The Simpsons. What's his name? Burns. Mr. Burns. Burns? Yeah. Like, that's based on Mr. Burns. <laughs> Especially now you find out that Going or whatever his name was, was on all those flights. Yep. And, and his feet are yellow. Like, dude, like, how creepy is that? And everybody on uh, The Simpsons is yellow. It's like, it's oh, super creepy. Weird. But, dude, to confront that guy is just nuts. Like... Like you're the bravery you have, and like I don't know if you consider yourself a conspiracy theorist because I I consider you a journalist. Like yeah, I don't like to theorize. I've been called and labeled a conspiracy theorist and slandered and attacked. I've been called a Russian agent. I've been called. Uh, this is funny. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, when he was still on Fox, he criticized us and said we are jihad-loving liberals. Chris Matthews, MSNBC, called us right-wing racist teabaggers. I'm none of that. I'm none of those people. I'm a human being looking into these things, and that's why they keep attacking. Uh, now they're, they're doing it in a kind of backhanded way with the, the kind of YouTube things. But back in the day, it was just nonstop. You're a crazy conspiracy theorist. You believe this. You believe that. I'm like, I'm here with 9-11 victims' family members. I'm here with 9-11 survivors, 9-11 rescue workers asking legitimate questions. And the, the term conspiracy theorist has been weaponized. I mean, you look at the Central Intelligence Agency. They're the ones that weaponized it according to their own documents to freaking go against individuals who are speaking truth to muddy the water. So when it comes to that term, I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. No, no, let's not, let's not, let's not, you know, label people that the label thing is a whole nother way of, of controlling the population and controlling people's mindsets because everyone just sees each other as a label instead of seeing us as human beings. Yeah. So that's another important aspect. That's why I try to break down this fake left right thing because you really look at it, whether it's Bush, whether it's Obama, whether it's Trump, the agenda is being pushed forward. The same kind of policies overall, the main yes. really big ones that affect us, little small ones like, you know, uh, you know, gay rights or abortion, you know, they fight back and forth a little bit on that the big ones the military industrial complex the pharma industrial complex yeah. the prison industrial complex you look at those major issues they're progressing and they're hurting more and more people and they're being more empowered while our rights are being taken away i mean that executive order that that trump just signed holy oh, cow right like, like, i mean it's nuts what what he's talking yeah. about is the uh executive order in which basically it recognizes judaism as a nationality and the reason that's crazy is because now you can say if and it basically is what's and correct me if I'm wrong, it's shielding criticism of Israel. On college campuses and, and it's and it's limited in scope, but it, but it makes, makes you wonder, this is the priority. Donald Trump got up. The, the problems that we're facing, Epstein, uh, Jocelyn Maxwell still missing, uh, Prince Andrew uh, with diplomatic immunity, the wars that are happening. This is the number one priority that he was like, this is, this is the number one thing. It's mainly symbolic. It doesn't have that bigger effects. It's pretty much changing the definition. Uh, if you criticize Israel in college, the government now, you could have your fun federal funding taken Think away. Think about but that. 
that, dude. And yeah. like, and for sure, dude, for sure. I mean, this isn't the only thing. And again, I mean, I always have to preface this. Love Jews. I have a lot of Jewish friends. Think they're wonderful people. You know, Dana, eight, 16 years with her, you know, going on 17, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, is like Jewish to the bone. You know, her family, Jewish to the bone, goes to Israel, Jewish to the bone. I have no pro I know a lot of Israelis. Met a lot of Israelis, dude. Ha I met them. They're great. Met a lot of Palestinians, too, and that's where the issue comes, right? They're, like, if we took away Israel and we replaced them with white cops, took away Palestinians, replaced them with uh, black unarmed men, what would MSNBC fucking lose their skull? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we're doing it's just like it's it, what we're talking about is the U.S. government and, and not just like I don't see Democrats do, doing it. Trust me. And they're doing enough that they don't have to worry about this. But, you know, they're going after guns. So what we're seeing right now is the First and Second Amendment being a, just attacked at, mm -hmm. uh, at all costs. Uh, just a blitzkrieg on it. And in particular, this thing about how these these people who are heroes, we had the guy with the eye patch, have the whole thing with uh, Saturday Night Live and that weird big bucktooth comic. What's his name? Uh, that that the one that's banging everybody. About, I forgot his name. Uh, whatever his name is, dude. He's the one making comedy, uh, signing everybody's got to sign NDAs to go see Pete. Pete. Um, Pete home. Pete. No. 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 I, I, fuck. I'm, we're gonna get yelled at about it. But the point. NDAs. Is, what? Non. Yeah. Yeah. For to go see his show. You go to see his show. Yeah. Can he you had that hacker series too on uh, that that show. That was a, actually a pretty good show. I forgot the. I know exactly. No, it's two what you're different dudes though. That's is a it? different guy. You're you're talking about that guy that played in um, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson yeah, 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 yeah. and the guy who played on uh, what is that show about the hackers? Man, this is great. Called what is that? What is that? Uh, the one show that's uh, that's on right now about the hackers. Silicon Valley. No, not the hacker. That's about. Uh, Oh fuck! Anyways, on the USA uh, Network. Yeah, oh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, Mr. Yes. Robot. Are you think about that, that's Rami Malek. Yeah, that the guy star? played yeah. Freddie Mercury. Uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I'm they look almost identical. They I do they look alike, which is yeah. creepy as shit. But uh, you know, that's a great show. I don't know if you've seen that show, is, but the accuracy yeah. of it yeah. is, is it's a good very show. legitimate. Yeah, and then you kind of yeah. ask yourself, why? How does that get through? Why do they put that out? Well, they're not all being and all seeing and all powerful. Uh, it, the illusion of power, the illusion of them being that powerful is the most important aspect. Uh, just like with YouTube, the self-censorship aspect is the most important aspect of, of hitting different random people and not letting anyone know any guidelines. There's no guide. There's no lines. It's all generalizations, interpretations, so you self-censor. The same kind of similar dichotomy is happening with a lot of these people saying, we're all powerful. We're all being... They want you to believe that because if you do you're more willing to give up your power you're more willing to be powerless against them you're more willing to let them steamroll all over you and that's the biggest lie that's the biggest illusion that's how they manipulate you is by believing and trust me i looked at a lot of these individuals straight in the eyes uh kissinger rothschild uh, rockefeller i looked them all in the eyes and as soon as I told them truth, they, they, they started scrambling. Uh, Kissinger freaked out. He called me, uh, what, did he, what did he call me? He called me a whole bunch of names. He said I was a coward. Uh, he, he called security, tried to have me arrested. Some of these people did have me arrested. Mayor Bloomberg had me arrested. That guy is the worst scumbag <laughs> of them all. Uh, I mean, the Bloomberg story, uh, that's a, that's, but that's a whole nother aspect. It's I'm so, just I mean, here. like, dude, and then they're like, yeah. why is he jumping in now? What is this? Is this meant to clear it for him? Hillary, there's so much. Is anyone not believe Hillary 
is running. Is there any way anybody believes uh, doing this Hulu show, doing how, I mean, Howard Stern, it's just like, and the questions he asks, like, it's so bad. It could be, but she, she, she got her butt handed to her by Tulsi Gabbard a few weeks ago. I mean, I did a video mm -hmm. about that, and she got ratioed hard for doing the old establishment lines that they used against me. They used against any opposition to the establishment, calling someone a Russian agent. Mm -hmm. uh, she, Hillary called Tulsi pretty much essentially a Russian agent. Tulsi that fired serves. back with fire. How do you do that with someone who has served? Yeah. yeah. Serving. Yeah, yeah. Serving, yeah. That's how do you do that as someone who's Well, if you sold. play their rules. If you play their, their rules by that kind of status symbol. I don't believe in status symbols. I don't care uh, about that. But but w w with the fire back, the aggressive nature that Tulsi slapped her upside the head uh, and the, the large number of people who retweeted it, that shows me something that, that I mean, Hillary essentially can't win. I mean, can't. She can't. She doesn't. If, in a, if, you know, and if Trump... If if this is real between him and her, and that's questionable, I mm -hmm. think, I think there is stuff. I think it's not what we think it is. I just think they're two different crime families now. They worked together at one point, and now they're kind of jockeying over this power, dude. And you see it happen all the time in crime, crime you know, gangs fighting over turf. They're both gangs, but you know, they're both, they're, but they're going at it. But they but, won't jeopardize the game. You know, that's well, that's what we're seeing with it. Trump yeah. right now, and it's just like. I, 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 this show, like, if you say anything bad about Trump, some of the listeners get mad, but I gotta be honest with you, man. There are things I like that he's doing, and I could list these too, which is, you know, I love the trade wars with China, whether that's real or not. We've had guests tell us not, but trade wars with China, um, you know, going after the pedophiles. I mean, we've had five major sex trafficking, child sex trafficking cases now in just 2019. Those are things I like. The Israeli thing is disgusting to me. I mean, it's disgusting. And, you know, I think if Hillary was in power, we would be having a lot more problems with Russia right now. I don't know why people want to tempt Russia and they think going to war. Because I ask people, what has Russia done to us? What has really Russia done to us? Well, they say the Cold War. Well, my opinion is the Cold War was just a money grab by the industrial complex telling us that Russia was building all these kind of weapons. And in reality, they were broke as fuck. Yeah, you look at all these wars, who benefits off of them? That's the big question that no one in the media asks or even connects the dots. Like, are we really fighting a, a war based on idea? But what really happens during that war? Well, who profits, who loses? is the people lose, the special interests always win that are connected, and they always protect each other. No matter what, the game of cards doesn't fall. They keep playing it. It's entertaining. Trump is entertaining, but the second I saw him being advised by Henry Kissinger, which yeah. a lot of people don't know about, I started ringing the alarm bells because he know, he played... This is another kind of theory to entertain here, and this is a theory. This is not fact. This is And, and, and it's, it's fun to play around with this, but Trump essentially was the perfect kind of... Uh, character to come in there, shake things up so the people still keep the system uh, elevated. Like, oh my God, we let this bad guy in. That, but he played every note correctly to be anti-establishment, anti-media. And they could have played it just to keep the system and, and the game going. That could be another uh, possibility here uh, that people should entertain. No, I, I've said this before. Uh, Trump could easily be uh, you know, a theater player in his 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 at his role is of a agent of chaos. I'm here to break the system, kind of what we thought Obama was supposed to do. But I believe uh, that that his message has has gotten bigger than Trump. 
Meaning that even though this this IG report comes on telling us that nothing happened with the FISA, when we already have the story, it's it's beyond them. We we know Carter Page was a plant. We know Stephen Helper was a plant and spied on Jimmy Carter and and, and try to uh entrap right, Mister Stephalophagus or whatever his name is, right? So we know all this. So this IG report comes out and it says on. It, the the best part because it got spun by all these blue check idiots, which was oh oh the FBI yes the FBI didn't follow the rules got a little funny business going but it wasn't politically motivated. Well, the funny business thing that you kind of like that 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 that's everything. Yeah. That's the whole thing. We already know we know what happened. It's almost like we're just giving you enough rope. To hang yourself. Yeah. Well, the resistance against Trump, I believe, is another psyop in itself because it's so delusional. It's so stupid. It's it's meant to, of course, enforce and empower the system and empower the intelligence agencies who have a record of being uh, deceivious, not transparent, and doing the most god-awful things to the American public. I mean, we're talking about starting wars, drug running, and this is the agency that now the mainstream media, that all the corporations that are saying that they're diverse, Goldman Sachs saying that they're diverse, the CIA saying that they're diverse. They don't believe in any of these ideas. It's all a bigger power grab that people need to realize. And and this is why people are kind of being lumped in in this kind of ridiculous, stupid, retarded pendulum, the left and the right. Uh, and, and we have to escape that pendulum, look outside of it. And when you really see it, both sides are being ridiculous here and both sides need to be called out. And this is something that very few people do. Very few people, because just like you, there's some things Trump does that are great, that do deserve uh, respect. And, and he needs to be incentivized to do good things with people openly supporting him and not just being blanket slaves seeing him and freaking out uh, you need to see a person for their character for their fruits and no one does that because again they want you in this stupid little loop going back and forth fighting each other dividing and conquering pushing you against all different lines your race your sex your ethnicity your beliefs identity yeah, politics exactly that's the way how you destroy a conversation it doesn't matter what the merits are it doesn't matter what the evidence is let's look at the superficial bull crap let's look at the outside things that don't really have an effect on it, but we're going to weaponize and make it emotional so people don't logically think. And this is essentially trauma-based mind control. Uh, and, you know, that's a very big kind of strong generalized term. But essentially, this is what's happening with hypnosis, with people just being brought into the system, making them believe that it's okay. It's not. And, and, and I mean, we live in a system right now where the left is, and I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a liberal I'm an old school liberal. I had a you know a wonderful guest on Scott Horton. He told me I'm a progressive. Whatever it is, which is old school, everybody love art, free love, everybody's equal. Whatever that is, I don't know what that label is, but I'm that. Okay, uh, but when we see that we have like liberals or leftists or progressives, pro war, pro censorship, it's just it, it's like a bizarro world. Yeah. Do you believe in government? I, that's a weird thing too because yeah. like uh, this show's helped me really kind of take a step back and go okay uh, okay I don't want censorship I don't want the government to take my guns okay so I also don't want the government telling women what they can do okay but how do we combat these ridiculous healthcare costs that we're doing well I can't pick and choose where I want government. Yeah. So I, I got to say, I don't want government in that either. I don't know how we get these prices down. I don't know how you compete when there's so much collusion going on. Right. I mean, and then I, 
it's not even the doctors. They nail these guys with so much debt. It's impossible for them to start anything on their own. They have to play. And then they just, we're seeing more and more. They're bribing these doctors. They're basically drug dealers. They're getting money for selling more and more of these things. So it's, it's the system's broken. Yeah, so it's good. So you don't believe in the Lord and Savior, your government. Uh, I mean, there's but different ways of looking at it. But take me a long time to get there, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, one of the biggest arguments is, you know, if you don't have government, warlords are going to take over. How many drone bombs did uh, Obama send out? How many civilians did uh, Trump cause and hide the reports of? Warlords are already in charge. You look at the wars. You look at the bases that you are around out, the world. You run out of missiles. Yeah. I mean, That's the military industrial complex. That's 2,700. Uh, selling them all of them to Saudi Arabia and setting up fighting alongside al-Qaeda in Yemen. Literally establishing rebel groups in Libya that made it a failed state where slavery was brought back by Barack Obama. 100%. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're having slavery because of Barack Obama's direct decision, and now he's being worshipped by the mainstream and media. And that's another reason well, how about we can't go into North Korea. Because of the way they handle it, and they said that, oh, if we take away your, your, your mass destruction things... The weapons, mass destruction of, what were they called? Weapons of mass destruction. That they're going to take them, and then when they take them, they're going to go kill oh, Kim yeah. Jong-un. That's yeah, the same thing that happened to Gaddafi. I, so. I, I think North Korea is a psyop in itself. I mean, I'm yeah. sure, I mean, like, they, they can't even launch a rocket, and now all of a sudden, they're like, they're going to hit us. Everybody's hungry. Dude, the North Koreans are like a foot shorter than yeah. South Korea. I, I really do believe that it and like and we can say whatever we want about Q and I I, I know probably uh, based on what I uh, I've studied from you you're probably not a Q guy you probably think it's a I think there's some information in there that later played out but that that's a different yeah. show and a different story but uh, I mean like and then we got this woman Valerie Jarrett who uh, is the victim let's say of Roseanne's who I believe is a Freemason if you study her stuff uh, of this bad joke in which they say she is a um uh, a, a, a plan of the apes character right yeah, and yeah, the yeah. world loses their skulls yeah because you did a joke that could refer to a a woman who nobody even knows what her full ethnic i think she's iranian, iranian something yeah. and uh but what the, what nobody and i brought it up i go this woman not only was complicit in the assassination, she pushed harder for. It. She wanted she wanted Obama to do it quicker, and he for some reason he pumped the brakes. He assassinated Muammar Gaddafi, causing open air slave trades yeah. in Libya today. You only I've only heard one rapper talk about it. One rapper. I see comedians today doing jokes about buying a slave for four black comics, doing jokes about buying slaves for $400. Yeah. And what you're bringing up, Kim Jong-un brought the fact of Libya, saying Libya gave up the weapons because a similar situation unfolded uh, between the U.S. government, between NATO, where Gaddafi unarmed, supposedly. That was another side within itself. And then, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un said, why should I uh, end up like Libya? I'm not going to end Correct. up like Libya, which has stalled the bigger conversations. And there's so much disinformation, particularly about North Korea. But, you know, Obama, this is the big one, because the, the perception that people have of individuals, like the Ellen DeGeneres promoting uh, George W. Bush, like, like it's nothing, is, is very, very critically important. One of the biggest uh, works that I did during Obama's years was going up to his spokesperson, Robert Gibbs, and saying, Obama personally signed off on the assassination of Abdurrahim Alawaki, the 16-year-old son, 16-year-old American citizen, assassinated by the personal call. Why did Obama 
make this decision to kill this young American citizen. You know what they said? What? He should have had a better father. His father was Alawaki, a, a major terrorist, but this kid was looking for his father but wasn't radicalized. But the, essentially, Obama, personally, because we looked at the deposition matrix is, is what they called their assassination program, uh, he had to call off on all those individual targets. Call, they call it what? The deposition matrix. That was the name deposition. of the kill list oh that Obama God. had of individuals that he legally changed the law so he, as the president, could kill an individual. So everything starts escalating and changing to the point where, you know, they push the goalpost to a different region. Then we have Trump pushing the goalpost in a different region, getting rid of uh, the reports of civilian casualties you in know, the Middle East that used to be public but are not anymore. So uh, the same agenda keeps moving forward no matter who is president. And as you said, Obama promised to be an outsider. Trump promised to be an outsider. George W. Bush... People need to remember this. Ran on a non-interventionist policy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. He was promising. I'm not going to you know, launch any attacks. It's about America. Making America good. It's like, just so yeah. obvious that the yeah. salt. And then, and then you get these guys. They're just... I, I, like, I got in trouble one time because I posted a uh, picture that Osama bin Laden was actually a CIA a agent in the 80s who would come over here, and I forget what his name was. Tim Osman. Tim Osman, right? And that got me a strike on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is why they're and going after you, it. Why, yeah. do you, why do you think they're, they're censoring you? They're censoring me? You why do they think yeah. they're, they're All you have to do, us? dude, is yeah. trim yourself down. And if you're going to trim yourself, you should use Manscaped, everybody. <laughs> Manscaped. Manscaped's supporting tinfoil hat. Manscaped. It's for cleaning everything, including downtown. Nobody wants Gorilla Nuts, dude. Okay? The ladies want trim. Johnny's girl likes it trim, okay? So I like it trim, and I'm Armenian, so you know I got to get into it. And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Lawnmower 200 has the property skin-safe technology, so trim won't nick or snag your nuts. Dude, I do it all the time. You can actually use it on your back. You're not supposed to use it on your face, but you know what? Me, Luke, we don't play by the rules, okay? <laughs> I know Luke ain't afraid to use a Manscaped on his face because he's sometimes right in it, and he doesn't have time to twist it. But you know what? You're supposed to use it on your private thing get in there i'm armenian it's like fucking working i turn turn my junk down there like the fucking augusta okay trimmed greens that's what i do so uh get 20 percent off free shipping with tin with the pro promo code tinfoil hat just go to manscape.com and use the promo code tin foil hat man you're gonna get 20 percent off your free shipping with the code tin foil hat and your balls will Thank you, man. That's right. Just 20% off, man. So it's an interesting web we will weave, my friend. There is so much out there. The good guys are the bad guys. The good guys are our guys. They're on the fucking, they're on the the the, the payroll. I mean, ISIS, you know, there's, for a short time, there was a video going out that uh, ISIS stood for Israeli Secret Intelligence Service. That whole story now it's out there. It's and it's just like you have all these mockingbird uh, reporters out there. Oh, if he's got ISIS is gonna come back. Hey, we all know. Listen, it's like they don't know that people like you, people like I mean, we can say whatever we want about Alex Jones. You know, I, I personally, he's been very kind to me. He's allowed me on a show a couple times. You know have put out all this information, whether it's like uh, deep state, pedophilia, all this stuff out there, and and the fact that John McCain, Obama, and Hillary Clinton, uh, 
basically formed ISIS, and that's the whole thing behind Benghazi right now. Well, I questioned uh, Hillary Clinton on creating ISIS inside of Syria, and she just laughed and then called for security immediately, which escorted me out of the building. Uh, but again, there's no reporters asking these questions, and the shock on a lot of these people's faces when you actually confront them with the, the truth of their actions is, is astonishing. I mean, I've been dragged out of so many venues. I've been banned by venues. I've been arrested uh, for just simply asking a question, hey, why did you do this? Why is this going on? And really, if you look at the media, essentially, especially when it comes to the topic of war, predominantly over 98%, there was a recent study, 98% of the coverage is pro-war, uh, pro-military industrial complex, because again, they're interests that are, could be easily bought off, and a lot of them are. And this is why we have such an amazing, incredible opportunity that's closing. This window that we have, this speech that we have now is closing, and that's why we're seeing such a big pushback. I mean, the latest, what happened with YouTube today, uh, I mean, uh, a bunch of people's videos got deleted. They've been deleting some of my videos and not even notifying me. Like, I go back into some of my analytics, and I'm like, wait, why am I negative 50,000 views here? Someone from uh, an, an insider on YouTube was like, yeah, we just deleted some of your videos, didn't even tell you about it. I don't even know which videos they're deleting. Uh, but uh, again, it, it's important to fight back, and I, and I am still optimistic. I'm very hopeful. We have to, man. Yeah. And listen, dude, you guys watching this at home, okay, you have to not be like, if it's not on YouTube, I won't watch. If you love the truth, and you do, I mean, let's face it, man, YouTube took an $80 billion hit on changing their algorithms. What does that say to you? That we are powerful, dude. We are change, yeah. man. We really are. And it's like, if someone like uh, Edge of Wonder, or We Are Change, or now Broken Simulations, like, go here for the full video. It's not like you got to get in your car and drive somewhere in traffic. And if you lose that much money, you're not really a business. A business because only business want that. They're literally programming you. They're like, we'd rather lose money yeah. as long as you get what I we want to show you, which is bullshit. I call that uh, Viacom flu. Like we're seeing that right now with Netflix, man. Netflix is like they just like the people who predict what their their stocks going to do the following year said that they're going to lose money. They're probably going to lose about four million U.S. subscribers, be, and they they want to blame it on everything. Oh, comp? No, dude. It's people are tired of their politics in their entertainment. They come here for politics, but when they want to sit with their family, they don't want to hear about how bad white people are all the time or this group's bad or that group's bad. Like people just, listen, dude, I think if, I, I always ask this to the black comedians who are rallying on white people, I go, if I, if I took 10, just randomly 10 people out of this comedy crowd in a pack room, how many of them do you think are racist? And they, they go, one, maybe, maybe? The way the, the way entertainment is, you think everybody's got a fucking hood on. I think ninety nine percent of your people. I think a large percentage of people want to just love. They yeah. just don't want to be told they're the bad guys. I know so many people born poor, white, that don't want to hear about how they got a silver spoon in their yeah. mouth. I mean, this is important to understand here because when you're watching the mainstream media or even mainstream comedy, it's all the same talking points. It's all the same jokes. It's all the same narrative. All the late night TV show hosts, not only do they all look the same, they all say the same lines. They all believe in the same kind of bastardized, neoliberal, corporatist, globalist ideology that they keep 
pushing, and it's and it's astonishing to see it so uh, just fervent and so okay to attack one group and not attack another group and weaponize it in a way so you feel affected, so you feel like a victim, so you feel less. And again, all of that is calculated and mastered in a way. Uh, there's that Sinclair Broadcasting Group yeah, video yeah, that yeah, came yeah, out yeah. with all of them repeating the same yeah, lines. Yeah. You know, this is why people moved to YouTube. They wanted the grunge. They wanted the realistic. They wanted the edginess. They wanted the things that are not polished and clean, the things that they could relate with, the things that are honest in our society. And what did they do? YouTube is now pushing the mainstream media on to billions of dollars of loss because they're giving people what they don't want. I clicked not interested on Jimmy Fallon like t at least 20 times. For sure. 20 times. Guess what comes up next after my videos? Jimmy Fallon. I don't want to watch him. I don't want to see him. And the things that are relatable, the things that are like real, the things that I'm like, this is me. No, we can't Good show. Luck That's too edgy. That. And yeah. it's not only news. It's music. You put yeah. whatever. It Oops. always goes back to Justin Bieber, whatever the yeah. fuck's on the radio. No matter what, you can put some yeah. hardcore metal shit where they're like, fuck this, fuck that. And then it always goes back to whatever the fuck's on the radio. Yeah, You, you know, you, you look at something like Jeffree Star and there's people who are complaining because like, they're, like the trans agenda, which I don't believe in. I say it all the time. I know a lot of trans and they just want to live their life. These people keep push, showing these videos of them going and uh, reading to first graders and uh, dominating female sports. Hey, if you really care about trans, how about like getting them jobs, regular jobs where they don't have to sell their ass on the streets because <laughs> everybody freaks out about them, man. And when they did studies, they found deep, deep in, it was white guys who were making money off of hormone therapy. Okay? So it's like it's the same mass of what Chomsky says, the masters of mankind. Now, it, and we also see fake numbers on YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. They're just totally fake numbers. Yep, they're going back and forth. It's, you know, a higher number and then a lower number before. I'm like, what, what people are just unwatched it somehow? Yeah. How is that possible? The and, and this is key because YouTube just a few weeks ago announced that they're getting rid of third-party analytics so you won't see the, the full numbers, the full numbers of subscribers. Allegedly, this is their official response to... For, for, to help the proper mental health of creators so they're not worried about numbers. Bull crap. What does that mean? Bull crap. Like, like yeah. I have this YouTube studio. They're getting rid of that, so I can't see no, what no, no, my no. numbers are? No, no, no. YouTube are? studio is YouTube, but they had third parties where you could see live subscribers uh, going up and down in real time. YouTube got rid of that, and even on some of the kind of back-end stuff, they give me a generalized number, so you don't see the full number. And there was competitions between PewDiePie and T-Series. You were able to see the live numbers going up and down between each other. You can't do that anymore because of a poly policy change. And you're no longer able to monitor the exact numbers of the exact number of subscribers uh, that you have. So this was deliberately done so you could even finagle the numbers even more. Because, as you said, they not only control the recommendations, they not only control the front page, they control everything. The number of likes, the number of dislikes, comments. Every aspect of that website is controlled, is weaponized. We look at YouTube, it's not just YouTube. YouTube is essentially just one shell inside of Google, inside of a shell inside of Alphabet, inside of their cooperations with the US Pentagon, which they do. Eric Schmidt left all of that, and he's working with the Pentagon. Like he's at the Pentagon right now, like Dr. Evil, sitting there weaponizing information and technology 
to the benefit of the military-industrial complex. So you wonder if you go against war, go against uh, people getting screwed over, lied to, hating each other, divided and conquered, that doesn't go along the agenda. That's, all, that's what needs to be stopped. You need to consume some Jimmy Fallon. You need to consume some Anderson Cooper CNN to get back on the track and start thinking like the globalists want you to start thinking. Um, and this is the bigger rebellion that all of us are involved in, that you're involved uh, in. And we're seeing yeah. like huge numbers of people People being laid off so obviously these 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 numbers on espn and esp cnn where they're telling you millions of people are watching videos if millions of people are watching those videos why are you laying everybody off yeah why is everybody losing their jobs because those numbers aren't they can't control it now yeah. there's too many options when i had three channels i watch i had to watch what you were put out what you put out i had to watch i don't anymore i have so many options now in life and you see them do it with podcasts you see all these people who couldn't get any numbers on television suddenly like in the top 10 of like podcasting on itunes you're like ah yeah. i don't know man i don't know well, if that's real they had, shit. A, they had a podcast awards who did the fuck did they call yeah who I, did they use i didn't hear no one that i li none of the ones i listened to that i know have numbers who was it uh what was that uh pod save america that was on hbo they were trying to tell us it was getting like 300 million people listening i go dude that would be the biggest podcast in the world Nobody listened. I never heard anyone going, hey, did you see that Pod Save America thing? Did you see that? It was, no, never heard it. Same talk. They can't control the message. And I think they would, they would destroy the internet if they could. I just don't. They already are. The internet's already destroyed in many different ways. Look what happened with Dave Chappelle. He's the one that actually broke through it all with his Netflix special that on Rotten Tomatoes by the expert review yeah. critics yeah. was trash. Yeah. And then everyone else was like, I love this. And and what did they view the expert critics? What do they view as as the greatest? What's one? her name? The, 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 the Chelsea Handler. Uh, what was uh, that uh, show uh, uh, with the lesbian chick? Uh, I think Chelsea uh, Handler with her diversity oh, uh, kind of documentary. What Garvey. comes to my mind is Captain Marvel, which I went to see the night it came out. Yeah. And I swear it was a quarter full theater, and and then the numbers were, you know, they, like the new uh, Men in Black. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like like I, I'm not I'm not you know against any specific race or, or gender doing anything, but when it's Hannah in your Gatsby. face, yeah, when it, when it's just in your face, and when it's used to attack something to push a certain agenda, there's a reason the CIA is promoting the Black Panther and tweeting about the Black Panther uh, because it goes along their kind of agenda of making you hate each other, of making you fearful of each other, uh, which they want to you know keep you in this high hyperbolic, fearful, emotional state so you don't think logically. You know, where does your story start? How does we are change start? Uh, New York City, right after 9-11. I was there. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, uh, young. I was still a teenager. And I saw a lot of people affected by it. I saw a lot of people uh, who went down there who were told the air was safe to breathe. That dust went all throughout my neighborhood. I could write my name like it was snow from the World Trade Center dust. So uh, you heard it and everything? Yeah, I, mean, I was in New York City. Uh, I was in school. There's, you know, in Brooklyn. But there's you know, large panic everywhere. Uh, because of just the highly, highly traumatic event that, again, programmed a lot of us to go along with giving up our rights, with going along with wars, because it was just thousands of us dying, 
here's uh, you know Palestinians celebrating. Uh, oh yeah, away. that big yeah, lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so you know being there, I, I saw so many people go down, and then growing up in New York City, I saw so many people negatively affected by it. You know, cops, firefighters, military men, rescue workers, construction guys, who came down with all these diseases and the government, especially under Bloomberg, the local government in New York City said, oh, you know, you're sick because of PTSD. Meanwhile, they did tests on the air. They found large numbers of asbestos. It was deadly air. And it takes one nanoparticle of asbestos to, you know, destroy your lungs, create asbestosis, move on to lung cancer and other very serious illnesses. Over 50,000 individuals have been severely affected by this. The government had the data. They did the tests. They're like, oh, yeah, the air is horrible to breathe. People are going to die. This is going to be very significant. More people are going to die from the air than from the actual event. And the government and the White House edited that out. The air was safe to breathe. And all it would have taken is a journalist who would have looked back at the old documents that talked about and the old newspaper articles that were talked about weeks before 9-11 calling the Twin Towers big white elephants since they were filled with asbestos. And to clean that asbestos would have cost more than it would to demolish the buildings. Those are articles right before 9-11. So seeing a lot of the people that I got to meet in New York City that were coughing up their lungs, that were bleeding, that were lied to, that were denied basic benefits that they were entitled to under their contracts for the government, being spit on by the government, made me very active, made me very angry. I've been to, you know, some funerals of, of people that shouldn't be dead, yeah. that still should be alive, and they're only dead because the government lied. The mainstream media didn't do their job. They carried their lie. They weren't critical of the government. And this is something that, you know, is a major pain, is a major trauma that won't go away. So, uh, yeah, that and family members. Yeah. yeah so It's very yeah. interesting because, like, in this scope right now are, like, Hillary, the DNC. They're, they're considered the deep state. And, uh, but I remember, dude, it was Fox News, and I'm not saying CNN and MSNBC didn't play any role in it, but it was Fox News that really pushed weapons of mass destruction and all that stuff. And like now everybody's like, yeah, Fox News is a straight shooter. Tucker Carlson, straight shooter. <laughs> well, I've been told it wasn't real, but I was learned that, uh, what was it, George Webb or Gary Webb, that was the uh, Iran-Contra guy who got out all the information um, <clears throat> about the, uh, you know, the CIA selling drugs to, form, to fund black ops operations, you know. Uh, I remember that Fox News was pushing all this Al-Qaeda bullshit on us for the longest time, and... I'm actually, and I'd love to hear what you think went down 9-11. I, I think the whole Saudi Arabian uh, 19 hijackers, I'm really questioning whether any of that was real, whether it was just honestly uh, a modern-day uh, uh, Northwood-type operation where they just they put on the, oh, Mark Wahlberg's supposed to be on the plane. Seth MacFarlane's supposed to be on the plane. Yeah, I was supposed to be on a plane. I didn't make it. I'm so lucky. All these, these Here's kids. Here's a passport. Yeah, the passport. Willie I know Brown, where, the mayor of San Francisco, also didn't make his flight that day. Oh, so yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. These huge name people can say I had a flight there, didn't make it. Larry Silverstein and his son and his daughter just ended up late for work at, that day. Everybody yeah. at uh, Kroll Industries didn't make it that day as well. It's amazing how all these people didn't make it to work on that day when they were supposed to make it on that day. And, you know, it's like 
the, uh, the, the dancing Israelis, that's a big thing. The Israeli art students, that's a big thing. We, you know, conspiracy theorists have different uh, theories on those guys, but I think they did all of that. I think they flew drones into the building. I know this is Sam speaking, not Luke. This is Sam's opinion. I fly uh, drones into the building, exploded explosives in there, and the E team, B team, all those guys. And I, I like, where's the rubble, man? Where is the this, these are two huge buildings? You should have rubble for like blocks and blocks, and all we see is dust anywhere. I'm not saying it is, but you know, direct energy weapons. That's Sam, not Luke. What are your whole thoughts on like that day? I mean, I interviewed a lot of survivors, a lot of people who were there on the ground, and uh, they report events that weren't reported on at all, in including you know explosions from the basement that. Uh, William Rodriguez, who's, by the way, a national hero. He was pictured with Hillary. He was pictured with George W. Bush. And, and they told him, shut up about your story. He wouldn't shut up. They isolated him. This was the man who stayed inside of the building, was one of the last people out of the buildings because he was rescuing people because as a janitor, he had the master key opening up all the doors. He's a good friend of mine. He's a hero that should be renowned. He literally like ran out of the building, had to jump underneath the fire truck as the buildings wow. were was collapsing. He saved hundreds of peoples of lives. Like And, and I bet probably you haven't heard of him. Uh, a lot of people haven't heard of him. I'd love to interview but, him. But yeah, I'll definitely connect you. You're uh, and and the explosions were coming up where he, there was dead bodies and people injured in the basements, uh, and and people were like, "How is that possible?" Even before the plane hit uh, the building, there's a uh, yeah John Schroeder, another firefighter who was uh, at Ten House walking across the street saying you know he saw the big explosion up top and then there was also explosions going off in the basements there's also bob mclevain who lost his son that day who again was killed because of the lower level explosions uh and if you look at old video it looks like there's a bomb that went off in the lower level so anything's possible here these are all facts of individuals and personal statements of people who survived these incidences that corroborate with a large number of other incidences and a large number of other survivors who have the same story. I don't like theorizing because that's when they the media attacks you. They call you a conspiracy theorist. They try to say you're just being disrespectful to the family members and all this other nonsense. When in reality, the thing that you really have to point out here is that the official story makes no sense at all. It doesn't add up. The government is either complicit, fully guilty here, or the ones actually doing it and calling the shots here. But either one of those is enough, is enough for jail. P put yeah. them all in jail. Enough. Like, For like, something, dude. Yeah. How about not uh, yeah. being on the college football playoff committee like Condoleezza Rice is? You know, it's, yep. just, it's just unbelievable yeah. to me the level of psychopath that has to go down. I, you know, and these people that just. The amount of things that have to be coincidence for shit that for actually go. I mean, whether we're talking uh, JFK and the magic bullet. I mean, we just see the same scenarios over and over again. All, all, all the cameras are, go are out on all these situations. There's media blackouts for all, all over the place. Uh, you know, the videos you see, the planes in the bay. There's only like two or three. How many cameras were out that day? It, it's just like unbelievable. When, you know, architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth tell you that's not physically possible for two planes to do that kind of damage. And the pushback. 
And I don't know why there's pushback. Why wouldn't you just want to know the truth? Yeah. Why don't you want to know everything you can about this event? Why keep so much information classified? Why not investigate? Why not question the individuals who are directly culpable here? There's still Saudi students being trained at U.S. military installations. Why? How did that work out uh, with just the recent events that unfolded uh, at the Pensacola Naval Air Station? And and again, these hijackers, allegedly, the whole story, I could go into... So, we could talk about 9-11 for like 10 hours here. Uh, but, 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 <laughs> Don't I, I, yeah. tempt me with yeah. a good time. I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, it absolutely makes no sense at all to be like, the government never lies. We should always believe them. It's okay that they're not showing us exactly what happened because the government has the best interest of heart of everyone. That is the most delusional, asinine, stupid, retarded way of thinking that's being promoted by the mainstream media. And anyone who dares question that, they freak out. I mean, who? how more blatant does it need to be to see who they're serving, to see who they're working for, to see how controlled they are? I confronted uh, Anderson Cooper a couple times. I asked him, I was like, oh, let's talk about your CIA training silent let's talk about operation mockingbird let's talk about all the times that the you know intelligence agencies have been caught directing planting and establishing quote news for weaponized reasons to hurt someone for the pure benefit of a special interest how many times has that happened and now the mainstream media is, is clapping for the fbi and the cia saying they're doing a great job unbelievable I mean, come on. unbelievable come on. dude yeah, yeah. And again, I'm not a Trump supporter, but but that side needs to be called out. Uh, and again, people are afraid to call off both sides because again, there's also a monetary incentive. If you just stick to one side, people will love you and they want to fight. I say that, that with thing. the show all the yep, time. Yep, yep. If I went hard one way or the other, and I know people 100%. that were in this that did that, they went boom hard left or boom hard right, and their numbers were way bigger. Like my, I, you know, and that's what that is basically is called like fucking crunching the data. If you do the data and you find out what people want. Then you end up into that weird kind of cycle. It's like I know people who got really addicted to the tweets, the retweets, and the likes, and they just started just going more harder than that, and the tweets got more. And it's just like you could go crazy if you're in that world. And, like, people need to hear both sides, even if it's uncomfortable for them. And that's what this show is about. It's about not hearing what you want to hear, hearing what I think and I, I – I, and sometimes I get angry at what the guests say, but hearing what you need to hear, which is both sides of the argument, yeah. man. We're discovering it. We're talking it through. We're, we're looking at the different points of view here, which is what you're supposed to do. I know individuals who know that uh, it's all bullcrap, but still decide to shill for one side for the fame, for the money. There's a lot of these people out there, and it's it's ingenuine. It's, in, it's incredulous. It's something that needs to be called out because, again, there's no way 100% of the time your guy is always right. And you're being dishonest and disloyal to your viewers, being intellectually dishonest uh, against issues that actually do matter and do have an effect. You know, you could be a it's part of that pendulum. It's not a sports team, man. Exactly. You, I mean, yeah. like, even a sports team, you get rid of the, the coach or the GM or you demand that the owner sell the team. But not with this political sports team. It's like people, they just trench in, dude. And they're just like, no, okay, they, I, they got a bad feeling, but I can't let the other team win. So they start begging Hillary to run, even though she ruined your whole thing. Even though the Clintons took Coke money to fucking move the Democratic Party to the center. And they don't 
fucking represent your values. They are not liberalism. DNC is not liberalism. You don't have to vote for them. And if you think it gets, listen, dude, the best thing I don't want it. I don't want the economy to crash. I don't want things to get worse. I don't want that at all. But you know what? I'd rather fucking vote for. I'd rather be, vote for someone I believe in than to vote for someone I don't believe in just because I don't want the other side to win. Well, it's just about being genuine. It's just about being honest. Once you start doing that and you don't have a filter and you can just speak off the cuff without any pre-planned lines or talking points and bullet points, life is so much better. It's it's incredible to be able to speak truth to power and and. And still be able to you know make a living somehow and this is why it, it's it's so under attack because you look at the mainstream what, what's the mainstream we got msnbc super left fox news mainline right. establishment right uh turning points usa mainstream establishment cnn right. bathhouse yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just bathhouse yeah. glory hole people abc news protectors of pedophiles yeah or, right, or, yeah, yeah, right? Like cbs news prosecutors of people who are against pedophiles. Like, <laughs> like, 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 what else do you need to know and see, you know, for yourself to know Unabomber that Unabomber was are... right, dude. I know we yeah. don't agree with all of his tactics or <laughs> what we were told his tactics, but he called it out, and these fucking rich kids were going to hijack everything and control liberalism, and I believe that the DNC is straight up the Washington generals and the Republicans are the fucking Harlem Globetrotters, and they're throwing the game. Because the left makes change, dude, or liberalism makes change. It always, even if you look at like religious right and all that stuff, no, no gay love, uh, no interracial dating, no sex outside, all this kind of stuff to control you. Why the people making the rules are breaking all the rules, right? And eventually we said, no, dude, enough of that. What's in your heart is really what matters. Love who you want to love as long as it's a consenting adult. And we're fucking cool with it, man. I mean, that's what's going on. And these people on the, on the fucking left who are calling for fucking censorship of people like Owen Benjamin. And you want Owen off the fucking YouTube. It's really easy to go after Owen. And just like the right's going after pornographers now because these are like expendable extremes that you, that you really don't want to go to war for or some other people do but let me tell you once they're done with those guys they're gonna come back around for everybody else who isn't a rich kid and who isn't playing ball yeah it's all a scheme and and, and why can't we just have this simple notion the simple understanding if you don't like something if you don't like someone don't watch them yeah don't click on them uh, yep. dave chappelle made that point uh, very excellently saying you clicked on this video you chose to be angered and triggered triggered and your emotional state also works the same way you have a choice to decide to be angry to be irrational to be stupid over something you heard or you could just be in yourself within yourself understanding that hey those words don't have power unless i give them power empowerment dude exactly. i am a fat old yeah. man who's armenian if i got mad at every fat joke armenian joke <laughs> or white guy joke i would fucking be fighting everybody it's just like, let it go. Yeah, don't take yourself seriously. I get called Putin's son or the love child of like Bill Maher and Vladimir Putin. People, <laughs> people trash me on my nose. I'm like, yes, That's I love rude. it. It's I rude. love it. It's not, rude. No, I love it because it's, it's honest. It's, it's genuine. Even when you're with friends, 
you know someone's a good friend when they tell you the truth, uh, when they're not afraid to you know bust your balls and just be there for you like a brother because that's our kind of bonding masculine uh, mentality. But it's being like weaponized. It's being criminalized uh, to even you know show someone uh, you know respect by being honest with them. That's really what this bigger war is about. You're supposed to stay silent. You're supposed to be told what to believe in. You're supposed to accept the norms. We're gonna do this, and you better do it too. In in the United Kingdom, there's people being investigated for hate crimes for not having sexual relations with trannies. Yes, I mean, what is, is happening? That real? Yes. Yeah, I mean, in the, the United Kingdom has lost it. You won't bang a trans. Yeah, yeah. People are yeah, yeah. If you look up the story, it was, it was specifically about a, a pornography shoot happening, and now uh, there's there's this company being sued for not wanting to work with someone that is a, a chick with a dick. Oh, uh, it's yeah. so. And listen, dude. You know, to be honest with you, I think those stories are just planted in there. I'm not saying it's not real, but like. The trans in the elementary school, the trans beating the fucking thing. These are things to me that just are, are out there to make people go nuts. Like when you look at like what was done in the 60s, all the fucking drug and all that stuff. And then you got Charles Manson and fucking uh, uh, Jonestown. And it's just like the CIA just knows how to like yeah, yeah, Tim yeah, Dillon, yeah. who that that fat ass who canceled <laughs> on us. Right. Who I love with all my heart. Right. Um, you know, he brings up it's like this stuff with the the, the Desmond, the, the the wonderful or whatever his name is, and and the tran and the trans, the drag queens going into elementary. This is what the 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 Christians warned everybody about that the gays were coming for their kids, and it's like that's exactly what it is. Let's get us all to fight some more. The notion that someone could sue somebody for not wanting to have sex with them—that's literally reverse rape, right? I mean, this is not just. One incident. There's so many incidences, especially in the United Kingdom, which is pretty much the testing ground of this new police state. And, you know, divide and conquer is one aspect of this, but the government getting involved is another aspect that people should be really worried about because the same people that the government is allegedly protecting, they're going to turn around and use those similar laws to put them in jail For to sure, prosecute dude. them after they're done yeah. with the, their opposition as because that's what the government does. Historically, look at what the government does. You give them um, a pinky they'll take your whole hand they'll take your whole arm they'll take your whole life and existence and your future and that's what the government's doing right now looking for any opportunity to get power now it's the kind of social justice diversity angle that they're using but as soon as they're done quieting and arresting people and, and using that power they're going to twist it against them it's the popular thing right now Goldman Sachs CIA is promoting it but they don't believe in it you think any of these individuals any of these large corporations any of these large special interests really give a damn about you no they do not but they're using it for a special interest in the uk out randomly walking down the street i was talking to random people i was like hey let's talk about free speech do you believe in free speech do you not believe in free speech i talked to one guy he was arrested for calling a guy who identified as a woman a bloke he had to go to court for wow. calling a person walking by that he didn't know see dude when bloke. i hear this yeah. man to me that says when they don't have when you when the population doesn't have a way to fight back I, I'm telling you, man, when, dude, you don't have number one without number two, okay? You don't have the freedom of speech without the right to bear. I'm telling you, man, what do all these bizarro places have in common? 
everybody they disarm the entire population and there's zero chance of pushback man i'm telling you dude i had you know i i just did the motherfucker awards and it was a wonderful show and the guy who runs it is a wonderful guy and him and i agree on 99 percent of the issues uh we had a little disagreement for a little moment about uh gun control and he's like you don't want some kind of gun control and it goes back to our original comment uh, discussion which is like I don't want the government deciding anything. You know, when I think about healthcare, it's like, yeah, I'd love healthcare down. Do I want the government doing healthcare? Because it sounds like it's gonna be fucking awful. Guess what? I don't want decide the government deciding, especially with their precognitive crime technology now. Who gets a gun and who doesn't get a gun? And what we see in Europe, and people always bring up, what about Europe? What about Europe? What about Europe, man? You have, you have fucking weaponized immigration floods right now. Like, these people from other places bringing their way of life here. No go zones, okay? Unelected bureaucracy in the EU. And, the and dude, no right to free speech. Yeah, and terrorism. Meanwhile, the police are officially designating police forces for investigations about stuff like this, like the article you just pulled up here. And again, this is what they're investigating. This is what they're using their resources for. They spent about 25,000 pounds in the United Kingdom for a gender neutral hat for police officers. I mean, this is absolute- Gender neutral hat. Yeah, you look up gender neutral hat, UK police, you'll be able to find the article. $25,000 on the I research and study studying on that. When I had a discussion with a young lady who was on my Conspiracy Now show, you can find it on the Patreon, uh, I told her about how, like, you know, these trans drags people going into uh, talking to elementary schools, like, that's done to piss people off, and it's, it's like sexualizing kids, and she had, no, I don't see that, that's just, it's like, dude, it's done on purpose to make everybody go nuts, and think about this. They're, what they're doing is they're telling people who just have any kind of hurt feelings that they have the right to legal fucking prosecute. I mean, think about that. Yeah. You are empowering the fucking weak. Yeah, I mean, I, essentially, I'm uncomfortable with a lot of the sexualization and stuff because, if, especially when you I look agree. at the children stuff. I mean, if you look at uh, like like heels, like a lot of these guys who want to be girls wear, what, what are they used for? They're used to accentuate. Yeah, they're used to accentuate the butt. Uh, you know, like the lipstick. They're they're used to look like you're aroused, especially with the blush, especially with the makeup. It's all used for sexual purposes, and then having kids around that. I mean, come on. I mean, it's just another way of trying to push the pendulum, trigger people. Go there. It's, it's almost the same Teaching thing. Teaching kids how to twerk, yeah. Yeah, why she reads books. Would anyone be okay? No. And for some reason, and like this is what we're talking about. If anything other than we have the right to do what everybody else does, and what I mean by that is get married, get a job, uh, you know, pay my bills, live, love, laugh. Anything outside of that is too much. Going, I do drag queen stuff is an adult event. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's done in bars where you have to be 18 to be legal. Does that mean that someone who's like in high school, 16, wants to dress like a dress? Hey, dude, you're going to explore. We're talking elementary and chill. We're talking children. And then what we're talking about when you when you talk about the CIA stuff, plant stuff, there's a video of a black girl and a white girl doing a, a non-gender stuff with these two dolls. It's so obviously overproduced bullshit because there's six kids in the class. What public school? 
school has six kids in it. <laughs> nope, none. Not, Not that I went that. to New York City. All nope. of them were crap holes that were overfilled and overpopulated with too many freaking kids. It was a system that was letting everyone down. That wasn't teaching if, them nothing. And if it was six kids, it'd be all white kids, and there wasn't all white kids. In a private school. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you yeah. something. So we're going to get into sexualizing kids and that, that the whole pedophilia stuff. You went to Epstein's Island. You are a bad man. You are bad. You're a man who lives on the edge. You are what real journalism is. What the fuck was that like? Intense. Uh, <laughs> pretty dumb. <laughs> Some people say brave. I say dumb sometimes, uh, just to kind of get the attention off of me. Because I, it really, I felt no other way but to need to do this because uh, the story which is essentially the story of the decade, was dead in the water. No yeah. one was talking about this. After the suicide, it's been a few days, and the mainstream media just totally ignored it, totally stopped investigating it, totally stopped asking any serious questions about it. And I saw rumblings. I saw people memeing about it and talking about it, and that gave me a lot of courage, and that inspired me, uh, essentially, to say, you know what? I need to know what happens on there. And this is when me and uh, Jeff Berwick, the Dollar Vigilante, decided to take our trip I down there. I love it. Yeah. Dude. yeah, it was random. It was last minute. We Jeff had 20 different plans. Yeah, we had 20 different plans on how to approach this. Last minute, all of it just changed with uh, this random boat driver. After we talked to him for quite a while, being like, okay, uh, I'm not letting you do this, but if you do this, I won't stop you. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. And that's very random. Uh, Jeff got on there with his bare feet. Uh, it was like last minute, huh? You just, you, uh, totally, you just, you I mean, just grab had, to grab had, the camera. We had 20 different plans on how to get to the island, approach the island, be on the island. We had real estate conversations. We had, uh, you know, like different angles of approaching and getting in there. Um, we called so many different boat captains. We tried to rent boats. All of them said, if you go there, the boat will be seized. Uh, there will be serious implications. So it's, You'll it's, get it's in happened trouble. before? Uh, no, 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 but they, they, all the, all, all the, the boat pilots, yeah, 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 all yeah, the boat yeah. pilots were like, we're not taking this. The myth. Yeah, okay. And this is the thing. A lot of people knew about Epstein on that Island. It was an open secret. Everyone knew Epstein. Yeah. That's the pedophile guy. It wasn't a secret like it is for a lot of other people. Uh, but they knew. What is the, what is the Island? Is it just his resort there? It's or there just his, it's a huge Island. I was running for over half an hour. I still didn't get to see a large portion of it. Uh, so it's it's far bigger, far more expansive. It's very big. It's very tall. There's a lot of construction material. He paid double to rush a cement truck to his island uh, to when allegedly, yeah, when allegedly he found out that he was being investigated because he was getting tip tip offs uh, from the authorities telling him, "Hey, we're gonna go raid your place now. Prepare everything, destroy everything uh, before we come in there." Uh, that's according to a Miami top cop that came oh out and spoke God. out, saying that every time there was a search warrant, he was tipped off and everything was squeaky clean when we got there. Even even the federal raid that happened by the NYPD and FBI, which by the way you shouldn't trust at all. Uh, you look at the the drone footage that was flown by an anonymous person. You clear see stuffed moved before the federal authorities took their sweet time moving in they didn't move in right after that they took their sweet time stuff was moved around and then the federal authorities came in and uh, allegedly kind of swept the place but again they've been they've been silent I, I i understand the investigations going on there's so many questions there's so much evidence we demand to know that they're being completely quiet on, and everything is just stinking to high heaven of a massive cover-up, including uh, by William Barr, the Attorney General. Oh, right for now. sure, dude. Yeah. I want I want to say an Epstein. I just want to ask you a real quick question. 
Uh, have you ever heard about this uh, Anthony Weiner laptop mm-hmm. uh, that a bunch of NYPD cops saw and some of them are dead now? Have you heard any of these stories? I haven't heard that? about the cops being dead, but I heard about the Anthony Weiner laptop and there being more evidence and the authorities being restricted from doing stuff because of uh, some arbitrary law and rule that prevented it. But essentially, it was, it was you know child pornography that was he was texting have back and forth. Have you heard anything that that's real? Um, I haven't done any specific research on it, so I can't speak about okay. it in, in right. confidence right. uh and again i won't i don't i don't want to speculate about For this because sure. we have a lot of information and we should have a lot more questions to the authorities that are concentrated that are focused that will actually try to somehow possibly spur some kind of response this is where we need to be at we need to think about this logically because we could think about all these different theories a lot of different possibilities there's a lot of unanswered questions there's a lot of unaccountability there's a lot of straight out lies that the government needs to be accountable for and they're not and the only people asking the questions are independent media the only people asking the questions are the ones being demonetized censored downranked in the algorithm sometimes people who have their channels deleted, their livelihoods deleted, all for safety and security as they push ABC News onto you that's literally been sitting on the story for three years protecting him. Imagine, you're at ABC News. Three years, this guy's out there hurting children. And you know you have the information to take him down. You know you have the information to actually make a difference. What kind of soul do you have to have to allow this to happen. I've been talking about Epstein before uh, a lot of the mainstream media was talking about it. I was talking about Epstein when the mainstream media was promoting him. Uh, Many people don't realize this, but the Huffington Post and many other news publications ran stories about Jeffrey Epstein being a great guy, being um, an entrepreneur, being a person who invested uh, in technology and art, propping him up, making him famous. Meanwhile, there's a ton of victims. There was a ton of legal cases. No one was talking about it except for uh, independent media and also the Miami Herald, which does deserve some uh, respect here. So uh, really, really. Who was Epstein? Uh, if you had to guess, I mean, like, I believe he was Mossad, but I could be wrong. I mean, if you look at Jocelyn Maxwell's father, the media mogul, Mr. Maxwell, he also had good relations with Trump. I mean, it's all just big one circle. Yeah, it's all yeah. one big club. He also had connections with the Russian government. Of course, obviously, uh, with uh, reporting from uh, Hirsch, more uh, relations with Mossad. Uh, U.S. intelligence is involved here. We got to understand this is a world with agents, double agents, triple agents. This is a world that's very murky that we don't know anything about. We know yeah. we know a little bit yeah, about I'm it stinks you. to high heaven. Uh, we deserve some accountability here, and that's as far as I'm willing to go. But every sign keeps pointing to an extortion racket, child trafficking operation meant to get dirt on politicians to push policies that were against uh, their interests. And this could explain why presidents change, Republican, Democrats change, but the main policies, as I said in the beginning of this interview, don't ever change. So, uh, uh, were you shocked by how why Epstein would model his island after Ellen DeGeneres' studio? Would you? Did you it, think it that is was weird. weird? It is weird. That could be a coincidence. Uh, I don't know, but Ellen is you know is a big player. I mean, she's propping up Bush like he's some kind of good guy. Meanwhile, I mean, for frick's sakes, with the stuff that she's Bush a did. raging cunt. By the way, uh, that's Sam yeah. talking, not Luke. Uh, raging cunt. Most of these people behind the scenes are. Uh, they really uh, are because yeah. nobody wants to be 
almost like 55 and dancing with children. Yeah. Like nobody wants yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> Being she pushed has in. a yeah. hole in her heart the size of a pentagram. What do you want? Did you want to say something? How big is that temple really? Because you see it in, uh, I would assume it's. It's like this room. Uh, almost as, as the size of this room. If this room was square, this would be it. And you uh, think what, what was going on in there if you had to guess? It was allegedly the music room, but there's mattresses fo photographed in there. Um, and it was, you know, on the far end of that island, there was a lot of occult stuff. There was oh, a little Jesus. fireplace there. There was also what we uncovered was like a trapped door in the floor with uh, cement uh, surrounding it that was totally uh, closed in that, you know, was going somewhere underneath. But uh, again, it's important to note here, Epstein paid double for um, uh, industrial construction cement truck to be rushed, ordered to that island. And there was a lot of construction material. The island was swept before. The island was swept after Epstein killed himself. The island was swept by the federal authorities. And still, we still found some stuff that's 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 What'd you, you know, find? The gargoyles, the art, the symbology, the occult symbols everywhere, uh, the trap door. We saw a bucket that looked like it had bullet holes in it. Uh, you know, there's briefcases. And the place is still kept up. Uh, I saw a weird art with like hooves on it. Uh, saw the weird massage room that was totally hidden from the public. A lot of the sinister stuff is alleged, according to the victims, to happen in that massage room. And I was able to actually walk in there as we were running out. And it, I mean, just the vibe and energy was crazy. But again, we, we had a whole bunch of adrenaline too, because it was, we didn't know, like, holy cow, we're trespassing on private property. We could get shot, arrested, anything could happen. And this is a pedophile who's above the law, who mm -hmm. abused more than a thousand children, who was doing this with the protection of the local police departments, with the federal authorities, with judges, with prosecutors, and presidents as his friend, doing it for years uh, without anyone being able to touch him. So the implications were severe. Uh, we were like, we might die doing this, but like we have to do this to get the story out there because no one else is talking about it. So uh, it was a risk, risk worth taking. How long were you there? Because you said you were running... Minutes. Just 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Uh, you said it? you were running. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I was running the majority of the time. And now, I were you being chased? Were people time. chasing you? Yeah. No. Uh, so as I'm on there, uh, like I'm exploring everything. I got a phone call from my friend. My friends were in the boat with the boat captain. They didn't get off. It was only me and Jeff that got off. Jeff's wife was there. Jeff. Uh, and they told me that they heard a scream. They're like, someone screamed out the top of their lungs. They saw people on golf carts rushing around there was one big lady on a golf cart that also went down that was screaming at them to leave immediately so they didn't know we were there so as soon as i heard holy cow uh you know there's screaming me and jeff separated uh i you know ran to where jeff was last he was in the middle of the beach doing a selfie walk and talk i'm like dummy go to the side hide because obviously the place was being uh taken care of the the lawn was being groomed the pool was taken care of i was like dude you gotta hide uh i was like dude you know there's people on golf carts and I, my next line was like let's hide but he just heard there's people on golf carts, so he just booked it. Uh, I don't blame him. Uh, it's a terrifying, terrifying place. He just ran for it, and that's where I was like, okay, fine, we got to book it too. Uh, the boat captain was getting nervous as well, and they were just screaming, like, hurry up, get out of here, get out of here. Because, again, this is serious stuff. I wish I could have stayed longer. I wish I could have been a little bit more kind of you know, confrontational, which I would have been. Uh, but, you know, the situation worked out to the best of our ability. We knew the plane was, 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 was cleaned out, and it was more about 
getting this story to have people talk about it, to have the conversation continue because the conversation was stalled. And the only way to really continue it is to do a stunt like that. And that's what it was. Oh, um, my yeah, God, yeah. dude. Yeah. How far is the island? blowing How far is the, the, the uh, Jeff Epstein's island from, like, the most local town? Like, um, the places... Well, it's right in the U.S. Virgin Islands and the British Virgin Island, Islands. So it's right between uh, both of these islands. Um, I would say about 40 minutes by boat. Okay. Uh, about 40 minutes to an hour by boat, there's the closest kind of uh, city. But it's also uh, the place there's also kind of a tourist attraction where Disney Cruise used to take used some to, of yep. their uh, mm -hmm. people because they had turtles in that specific region. Uh, so yeah, that's also another bizarre thing. And again, uh, you know, the major Disney executives were also tied into Epstein, shown to have been flying on the Lolita Express. And, you know, uh, you know, the person connected with the Simpsons also connected yeah. to Jeffrey Epstein. It just uh, sucks, I mean, I mean man. who else? I mean, look, Bill Gates connected to him. What Elon a piece Musk of shit that guy pictured is. with them. Uh, People in the music industry. It's not yeah. only just politicians. Yeah. It's it's a fuckload of people. It's it's anybody and everybody. I mean, uh, dude, it's just like, you know, I, I from what I was told, and this is the one thing, the Trump uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, break happens w uh, with the uh, Deutsche Bank and uh, a loan given to Trump to buy a property that that Epstein wanted. Uh, and that's why a lot of pictures are always look how young Trump is in those pictures. I do believe there was a war between him. Uh, he's a crime boss. I see him as a crime boss. I think there's some satanic pedophiles that he's up against. I don't necessarily think that means he's a good guy, but I get you know I say it all the time. Who'd you rather live next to, a crime boss or a satanic pedophile? Yeah. Well, there's there's unless a couple, it's Adult yeah. Swim, then I think satanic. Pedophile Looking at Trump in this instance, it's it's really interesting to talk about because he not only knew Jislyn Maxwell which some of the victims say was the pimp, but also the person above Epstein. Oh, really? Oh, really? So, yeah, this is what a lot of, a lot of the victims are saying. So Jocelyn Maxwell's father was connected to Trump. Trump knew Prince Andrew for, uh, been documented with him for over 20 years, which he denies even knowing. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Prince Andrew was the personal escort to Donald Trump just earlier this year alone on his UK trip. They go golfing all the time together. Donald Trump says he doesn't know this man now. Uh, now, there is a rumor that Trump kicked out Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago. I haven't been able to confirm that. That is not anything that I have found as a solid fact. Uh, there is one piece of evidence of a lawyer of one of the victims that said Donald Trump did help with bringing forward information yes, and video. was one of the people that actually uh, decided to respond and communicate openly and try to help compared to all the other people like Bill Clinton and other individuals who stayed quiet. So this is the whole scenario here. Uh, you can make up your mind. You probably will, depending if you're on the left or if you're on the right. But this is the information. I'm here. You guys need to delve into it. And there needs to be more investigations, sure. more questions to really make a discernive line whether he's with them or against them i know you yeah. just did uh tim dylan's um his uh patreon i guess or something like that and he was uh, grilling you about who runs the world that's that's a huge thing everybody thinks 
that there's one group. I I believe there's multiple groups that have multiple turfs, and when it when it's mutually beneficial, they'll work together. When it's mutual, when it's like the, one wants something the other one's got, they might go to war together. Sometimes people are in multiple groups. Sometimes they could be in the committee of three hundred and be in the Bilderberg group. You are very much known for your your uh, research and reporting on the Bilderberg group. If if there's someone who listens to this that doesn't know who the Bilderberg group is, what well, can you tell us a little bit about them? Well, the, they're some of the most influential individuals that come together in secret once a year to discuss quote, quote you know global events. The New York Times said that it was at this secretive meeting that media reporters and media moguls are allowed to go to, but not to report on. Uh, the New York Times reported that this is where Henry Kissinger selected John Edwards to be John Kerry's vice presidential candidate. We have Bill Clinton going there before becoming president. We have Tony Blair going there before becoming president. You look up a great video. Uh, I confronted Tony Blair on this. Uh, Tony Blair said to the House of Commons, oh, I've never been to Bilderberg. I confronted him on it, caught him off guard, gave him a softball question, and I asked him, how was Bilderberg? He was like, oh, wonderful. It was great. He committed treason. He, he lied. Perjury. He committed perjury to his own Congress, the House of Commons, uh, but we got him finally admitting it. And I was like, You're live you yeah. dangerously, dog. Life is short. You might, you might as well go after it. You're gonna it. make I, it shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I, I, you know, I, I quit smoking, I'm, I'm not drinking, I'm taking care of myself. Um, life is beautiful, it's an amazing no, 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 experience, just but you just gotta push it to the limit. And I want to live a life where I could look back and be like, yeah, you know, I did something uh, that was outside of me uh, that, that helped other individuals. I want to, you know, live a life of, of purpose. Are the and Bilderberg group, are they, uh, uh, are they always the same people? Does it change based on who's in power? There's one steering committee that usually stays the same. Sometimes it rarely uh, does change. Uh, and then there's this outside circle where they usually bring newer people in. There's a lot of new people who are kind of tested and they kind of debate. A lot of the people who I talked to, because I talked to a lot of Bilderberg attendees, talk about how uh, extensive it is and how hard it is and how exhausting it is. Uh, because essentially it's like a battle royale. It's like the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where people just go after each other and challenge each other on ideas and debate. And and again, this is where a lot really? of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where a lot of important decisions like have a, been uh, uh, it's like a, a roast battle. Yeah, in a weird I mean, way. essentially in a way too, where they could get to speak off the cuff, uh, off the record, without any kind of reporting, so they could really get down to brass tacks. And essentially, when you look at these individuals, you have the head of BP, the head of Shell, the head of the CIA, the head of the you know intelligence agencies, the head of NATO, the head of uh, Goldman Sachs, the head of um, you know the Secretary of State. What are these individuals doing? Well, most likely colluding with each other because that's what's been happening and that's the common sense thing that will happen. But the thing is, they say it's no, 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 it's just a private chat. We're, you know, we're, we're just friends. We're just hanging out. Nothing sinister is happening here when in reality, there's been many documented cases where they talk about an issue, they set an agenda, and that agenda happens. There's many mind-blowing quotes from former members that speak out about it that tell you just how powerful uh, this individual group is. Now, uh, that all depends on the steering committee. It's a small group of individuals. Uh, and this is really where I think the major kind of uh, decisions and, and, and projections are kind of made with each other. So, you know, people from Google, people, I mean, imagine what would happen. Chevron, Google, 
Facebook, the CIA, uh, Goldman Sachs, the banking, uh, you know, Monsanto come together and sit down. What do you think they're going to be talking about? You think they're going to be talking about golf? <laughs> nope. They're going to be talking about how they could help each other, what's really happening in this world, what's going to be happening in this world, and how they could essentially help each other out and scratch each other's back. It makes common sense, but we're told by the media, we're told by these participants, no, don't be a conspiracy theorist. Don't you dare theorize about what's happening here. There's nothing foul happening here at all. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to understand two interests come together. They're going to make sure they help each other out. Well, uh, it's it's unbelievable the amount of um, uh, the amount of information's gotten out. Yeah. And how people really just want to believe in this step i don't know why they, i think i think it's that people are mostly good people i think deep down side they think hey man i, I want to love and they want to trust pe people and i think they think that people like them run for office and i don't think people like them i always say this liberals don't run for office Liberals work on a local level, food banks, homeless shelters, on school boards, PTAs. You know, they don't they don't go to uh, they don't try to run for election. It's just we have a whole like what is, what is your thoughts on Tulsi Gabbard? Is she is she compromised? Well, she's APAC. She's uh, CFR. Yeah, she's interesting. She's someone I'm trying to get a hold of to really kind of get to. Uh, her press secretary keeps ignoring me. Uh, she also ignored uh, Ron Paul's people for quite a while, but I heard that they were able to recently make contact, um, which is you know a, a, a sign towards something better. But essentially, w the platform that she's running on, especially when it's internationally speaking, is the policy of Donald Trump. Uh, the policy that Donald Trump promised that he, of course, failed to deliver on. Uh, so with that policy internationally, it's something that I, I think is great. Domestically, I, I would definitely question her. The CFR thing, I would definitely question her. But overall, uh, it's important not to just be black and white during these situations. It's not important. It's it's not important to hate her or love her. Let's let's see her for what she is. Let's see what she could produce. She's producing great conversations, great dialogue, great information out there that wouldn't be in the mainstream media. But She's also doing the same thing that Donald Trump did before. Uh, so is she another Donald Trump or is she a real legitimate person that's actually going to go through what she said she's going to go through internationally uh, with the foreign policy? Uh, uh, dude, do you ever worry about your life? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I mean, I've been through the ringer. What's your mom think? Uh, not like, happy. Luke, stop this. <laughs> yeah. I can't even uh, go to the yeah. store without people yeah. asking me, why are you doing these things? Yeah, I mean, the stuff when I, when I go to Venezuela or Somalia. That's scary. Free, yeah. Freaks are out. I mean, um, what's the closest yeah. encounter? Like yeah, have you ever had a moment where you're like, oh, this is where I die? I had a number of incidences where I was, uh, yeah, knock on wood. Uh, I mean, we all die eventually. Yeah. You could either die now and be a slave, or you could live your life uh, and actually have some kind of I existence, some more, kind of dude. like vigor. There's been a couple moments where you know I've been like handcuffed and beat up by the cops uh, that haven't been that pleasant. That kind of made me worry a little bit. But in those situations, I know to put on a tough face, uh, curse the cops back out, and show them that you know no matter what happens, I'm gonna 
keep talking my truth here uh no matter so, what were those american cops yeah yeah or? in pittsburgh specifically during the g20 i got it really bad i mean they handcuffed they encircled everyone beat the crap out of everyone and just you know handcuffed them and started pepper spraying people on the ground as we were on the ground putting us in horrible situations they did this thing where they started driving me around to different prisons for like two days um i forgot the specific word for it that they do but they left all my possessions took everything from me put me in a state penitentiary for um essentially being at a protest documenting it uh and and you know i've been arrested so many times i never broke i never essentially broke their law you're a good dude man i've never been found guilty ever I have a clean record, but I've been run through the ringer. Bloomberg had me arrested three days in Central Bookings, which is horrible. If you're ever in New York City, uh, if you've ever been to Central the, Bookings, the, the judicial system, the the prison system here, it's a joke. Is the worst. Yeah. It's the worst, man. And uh, we see what's going on with Julian Assange right now. That's just, comp- I mean, like, how can you be? It's so interesting that conspiracy theorists consistently use WikiLeaks dumps as evidence of this, yet don't seem to have a problem or don't question Trump on why he hasn't pardoned this man. Yeah, and Trump says he doesn't know WikiLeaks. Oh, he doesn't he's know talked Julian about Assange. it. Yeah, but he's talked yeah, about I it. Yeah, I know. That video, I he's know. so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just it's utterly so ridiculous. Nuts. And then this is why I say don't put your hope, don't put your energy and power into one person. Don't put it into Tulsi. Don't put it into Trump. Put it in you, knowing that change starts with you on a small micro level. Liking this video, liking this podcast, sharing it with your friends, being a part of a community, having a cohesive family, being healthy, destroys them, destroys their mega GMO uh, industries that are meant to profit off of your suffering. So living a life of freedom, living a life of success, prosperity, and health is fighting the quote new world order and this is why i'll fight them because i love this and this is great and this would put me on a path to know stuff that no one else would know to share stuff that no one else would know if i didn't put my butt on the line and i and i i love having this responsibility i love uh, you love it man yeah, could, yeah, you got yeah. so much passion yeah dude. i mean this is incredible i mean what 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 better life could you ask for than one of of working towards one of the most challenging things i mean if i wanted to do something easy uh you know i would do you know stupid finance or banking or all this other dumb stuff but if you really want a challenge in life you would set yourself up against some of the hardest things once you work and try to accomplish something that's extremely difficult, that's when your life really has meaning. That's when your life really has purpose. And if you're able to, to get success, we already have in some way, by the way. We've got tremendous success We're in many different We're killing it. You ways. and yeah. me, these guys got problems, but we <laughs> are crushing We're it. all a part of it, but without these guys, we wouldn't be here. You know, without these guys also helping and doing their part. And we have joking. to understand. I love both yeah, of we, them. We, we, not everyone <laughs> will be you. like uh, a top guy. Not everyone will be. No, even, I yeah. say this all the time. Like yeah. people, people like, oh man, Walmart, fuck them. They work in there. They don't like it. Go get another job. It's like, dude, not everybody is blessed enough with the ability to create a a, a YouTube channel that it gets millions of views. I mean, I've, I've had one that came close by. I've never got a million views. You've got millions of views, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I'm Some people are meant to be workers. And it's like, we have to take care of everybody. You know what, man? Uh, people are like, oh, dude, we can't do it anymore. We can't have, we can't manufacture stuff in America. I'm like, dude, they were doing that in the 80s. What's the 80s known for? Everybody having money. 
right? And I know there was social stuff that wasn't well, racial stuff that wasn't perfect. One hundred percent. I feel like we've not only learned so much racially, but we've also like kind of gone too far that the point we're like, okay, this is getting this this uh, weaponized diversities going a little nuts. You're going after everybody. You're blanket blanket like you know. It's like um, I you know I've heard podcasts where people like you know the conspiracy theorists they go after the the gays and the Jews and you know these white I go well you're like doing a broad stroke on white people there yeah I think all broad strokes on anybody whether gays Jews blacks Hispanics whatever white people is like not real and detrimental and just because you you look at these people and watch and you say oh these are white people there's a lot of there's a spectrum of white people and a lot of them are broke middle class and most of them are loving yeah, most of them are also suicidal now. If you look at the suicide rates that have been skyrocketing, mostly white males. Uh, and again, no one's really even talking about that issue and the depression issue and the mental health issue. And this is why I say success is victory against them, but success is essentially being happy. Uh, and, and to me, being happy is the key component here. And it's being taken away from us in part because of these powers, but also in part because of our own perception, our own actions, our uh, small things that we do every day that puts us in a hole, whether by a system or by our own individual actions this is something that i think is worth talking about and if you're someone that has a voice needs to be talked about uh because the effects of it are huge i mean we're having an epidemic anxiety depression that we haven't seen before ever and those numbers are climbing and they're only getting bigger and and people wonder how could this be possible when we have access to everything yeah. in front of our drink you want a date Go on to you know swipe right. You, you want, want food? Grinder. Go on Uber Eats. Go on no. You want some no. work? Mexican Design Drake. some stuff. Dude, uh, spell check. Some there's stuff. Offer Write up. some stuff. Offer up yeah. Craigslist. I've yeah. seen them sell drugs on Offer up. There's literally like they'll 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 reword it like you want medical stuff and yeah. But you can get everything on Offer up. There's no. But but the point is the point is is that like there's more opportunity than ever. Why yeah. are people depressed? Well. It's because uh, they are they're 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 getting they're looking at their insides compared to other people's outsides and all that's done on purpose and this beating down of everybody uh, you're you know the way whenever you see a show where a black youth is like I'm just expected to go in the prison that's all done on purpose to plant seeds you know when white people white privilege why that's all the plant yeah. seeds to get and us and if all. you believe that you create that. This is another thing. If you believe something strong enough, you will make it a part of your reality. Uh, and this has happened, you know, scientifically with the placebo effect. But this is the bigger secret that's being kept away from all of us that you determine where you go in this life. Don't be one of their victims. Don't be put into this emotional yes. state of hatred. Don't be someone that it plays along and is triggered. And again, health is also a big aspect here. If you look at the news, independent media, we've been hurt. The podcasting world, the comedy world, we've been hurt. The health world almost eviscerated online. You talk about counter uh, medical kind of stuff online, automatically taken down on Facebook. Independence Yes. I mean, but specifically the health stuff. Uh, and, and if you look at the depression and anxiety, I believe that a lot of it has to do with big pharma. Uh, a lot of it has to do uh, with the food that we're eating, the crap that is just made out of nothing, the, the consumerism that is just forced on us to eat sugar all the time and not to make us aware that, hey, uh, you're being poisoned by industries that bought off doctors, that bought off politicians, that bought off 
every semblance of responsibility to screw you over and you're only allowing them to screw you over when you incentivize them by buying their cheap consumer goods that are available to you right in front of you. When all it takes is just information, all it takes is you doing a little bit of homework, which by the way is becoming harder and harder, especially in health, uh, to counter that. That's Luke, the big what do aspect. we live on? What do we are we in assimilation? Are Could we be. on a flat earth? Are we hurling on a ball around the world? God, we're going this way, we're hurling that way. We're oh, living God. in an amazing place. Yeah. An incredible place. A place filled with abundance and possibility and wonder and awe. And I love it. And it and and yeah, not suicidal for the record. Not suicidal. You're not, dude. People, if anyone I yeah, know, we're yeah. not, you are definitely. That was a not. good answer. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I was like, all right. Yeah. It's a beautiful place, right? Yeah. yeah. It is a beautiful, yeah, yeah. it's a wonderful place. Yeah. I got to, you know, like, I block, I like, I believe that there is a movement on the internet to get people to fight with each other through comments. 100%. Block, 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 block. I don't block them. I don't let them affect me. I, I, yeah. I don't even want them there, dude. I, I do this for free. If you want to go on the Patreon, spend a couple bucks, I might make a tier just called You Can Talk Shit at this tier. <laughs> you can say whatever you tier. fucking want. Tear it up, fifty dollars a month. Feel free to say anything less than that. Get the fuck out of there, Luke. I gotta be honest with you, man. Uh, I I am pleasantly. They say don't meet your heroes. I'm pleasantly surprised by. I mean, not that I ever thought you were a bad guy, but man, what a good dude you are. Uh, anything I could ever. I'm a little dude. I got. I don't got a lot, but whatever I have, I would love to help you. If I. The final question is, and I need your honesty. How much better was my interview than Tim Dillon's? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. Just Tim's a little bit all over the place. He has this thing wherever he like asked the questions and he like he kind of threw me off a little bit. I was like, I was like, is he rolling his eyes against me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah, all, yeah. I, I love him. I love his work. Yeah. Awesome guy. Tell everybody uh, it was but, a, but, I but, was great. But, but you're better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love I love Tim Dillon. He's Keep, great. Keep canceling on me, you motherfucker. <laughs> Luke, uh, I appreciate you. Uh, not that I mean, everybody is on my show. Got to know who you are, but why don't they tell? Why don't you tell everybody where they can go to uh, find all your stuff? Your Instagram, your your Twitter, and your YouTube, and your if you have a, a, a website. Well, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, it's Luke. We are change. Luke, we are change. Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube is we are change. But the best thing you could do, the best thing you could do, is go to wearechange.org and sign up on the email list. It is the only way I could actually have. A a physical list that can't be stolen from you, right, that can't dude, be taken that's away. What I must do an email doing. list. Do an, I'm serious. Be careful with Mailchimp because they took off Alex Jones, uh, just like they took off a Fuck lot of other individuals. Use other services, but this is the only way to have direct contact with your followers. Even if you're on Patreon, there used to be a feature where you could export all of the people that support you. Uh, I don't use Patreon anymore. I use Subscribestar because Patreon, again, started taking people down. I'm thinking about do that as well. Do both. I mean, still keep it up, but don't promote it. Promote Subscribestar uh, and back up your lists and have that contact where you could, if something happens, you could actually reach out because this is the power that they have. A, a snap of their finger like Thanos, you're gone everywhere and you don't have a voice. They could take you out, destroy your livelihood. At this time, well, people are even getting their bank accounts revoked for having opinions that they don't like. They can't buy stuff at the store. So seriously, sign up on that email list because this is the only way that we could join. Survive. It. They're going after everybody, even yeah. Instagram models. They're yeah. taking the likes off of uh, Instagram. Yeah. So they don't get, they're going I mean, after everybody. To help out the, the mental oh, yeah, health. Yeah, no, bull, that's just a fucking so money ridiculous. grab. Yeah. Yes. They're yeah, going I, I, and listen, listen, there you go, left. 
You want to empower women? Shaking their asses, empowering women, compared to how it was back in dark, dark religious times where they had to cover themselves up and they couldn't do anything. And look what they're doing. Because eventually they're going to come back around. All they want you to do is just buy your shit, pay your shit, and not do any, not, not challenge the status quo. Let ladies get freaky. Let the conspiracy theorists discover the conspiracies let everybody do what they want to do and eventually they're going to get they're going to go after conspiracy theorists they're going to go after pornographers and then eventually they're going to come for you it's just a fact luke Witowski, you are a fucking g amongst g dudes i i dude again i hope if you're ever in town please let me know next time you're it's coming. random it's very random well next time i do big shows at the Comedy store i'd love to have you come hang out Dude, you're doing the Lord's work. Please keep doing it. And anything my little channel could do for you, I would love to do for well, you. Well, I love the cohesive energy. I love that we're not alone. We're not. Keep up the great work. Don't fall for their control grid propaganda. Fear mongering. You're doing an excellent job. Keep it up. And thank you so much for having me on. XG, thanks for coming on. Johnny, thanks for doing this. And uh, Luke, again, for coming on. Guys, we'll see you soon. We'll, uh, on the other side, the lineups, the guests are just getting better and better. And we'll just keep growing, okay? Take care. See you in Portland.